Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide strawberry whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula strawberry whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to HardhideStrawberryWhiskey.com. That's HardhideStrawberryWhiskey.com. 2-0 2-0 is 2-0, nerds. Bow down to your king, Taysom Hill. Thomas, hit that intro. Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph, the best host in the world, who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Christ. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That- that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are presented by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. I'm Ralph Walbro. I'm joined by Dave and Andrew. Also, hello to everybody watching in the chat right now. We got Nola Fredo. We got Jerry. We got Crescendo. I see Jason Champagne Making popping in and out. Thanks to everybody uh, joining in. Uh, before we start, remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. And I also have to mention about our MVP contest. Making it Jerry rain. at JLD Hot Sauces and Knives, great supporter of the program. He gave me a custom knife with the Saints happy hour logo look at this oh no way look at this oh my you could kill a man with that you could kill a man with that i i make sure my wife is nowhere near this that is uh yeah i mean it's it is nice i can't you can't really see the logo on the screen but uh, it's nice i mean it's 
that is a quality product and gotta be laser engraved. Yeah. It's uh so you can win that uh in our raffle. Uh and if we reach a hundred dollars in donations tonight in MVP contest, you can the winner can choose the mini bar bottle from my my mini bar collection that I'm gonna poison myself with with I used to say gigantic collection, Dave, but Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, play the breaking news siren. We are in a booze shortage crisis. These are the last. These are the last two. I got peach schnapps and I got jalapeno pepper uh, vodka. Those are the last two, and then I'm out. And if I run out, I'm just going to go to the liquor store and buy the ones that I like, like honey bourbon, the, the good kind. So people, ship me horrible things to drink. Uh, Malort. The older, the better. The Malort. Uh, Irish cream, you know, and ship it to me. Any, anything, as long as the seal is unbroken, I'll break it and drink it. I don't care. Um, so do it. Uh, what's everybody drinking? I'm drinking uh, hard hide strawberry whiskey, <clears throat> Minute made lemonade, and just a dash of Sprite. Dave, to celebrate the Saints winning, three Malta boots up in here. Oh, are we doing? A, are we doing a show after this too? We doing? Uh, yeah, we are. Oh boy! So, so start uh, donating. Bad, bad news for you, man. Let's get Ralph's BAC up, <laughs> starting immediately. I'm drinking the last of my Mayha, Mayhem, the home brew from Nikolai. Oh, yeah, I, saw I his, still have one. I saw his offer. I'm mixing it with uh, club soda. It's, it's great. Uh, I saw his offer in the chat last week uh, that he had some extras that he could give to me. Uh, I, I do like this, but no, I'm good. I'm going to wait for your next batch because I know there will be another batch. Andrew, what are you? Uh, I'm just uh, I'm doing a little uh, vodka, little Ooh, vodka soda, vodka. little vodka, vodka. I'm um, drinking Crystal Head, the Dan Aykroyd vodka. It's good. Oh, okay. uh, but yeah, I, I do have an, uh, one left of those Mayhaws, so I might yeah, have to yeah. do that next. So the Saints, they're two and zero. Thank the defense. Thank Taysom Hill. Thank Chris Olave for that magical catch. But most of all, and tumble. <laughs> no, it's not a fault. We'll get to that. And Tony Jones Jr., Kevin's UDFA son, wish Kevin here was here to celebrate. Tony Jones Jr., that man was excited. He was emotional after scoring two touchdowns. Thomas, play that sound by to Tony Jones. I love this. I already knew it was a Teddy before they even play. I mean, the play Teddy. play happened. I was like, I don't care what I gotta do. I, I'm scoring this one. It didn't matter. <laughs> I mean, four four years in the league, man, and you know, you know, uh, I mean, like it take takes a while, but hey, like it's here. I mean, like I scored on my wife's birthday tomorrow, so bless, man. <laughs> yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Hey, so I mean, te- technically, that uh, ball wasn't even for me. I mean, that ball for her, but that second second one. That's mine. That's mine right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, def- definitely got to keep both. <laughs> so I mean, that was that was fun. And as you said in the post game, Andrew, like. On the unexpected scale, like one of us could have picked him as our fantasy player of the game to like pick like an like a like a obscure saint because you got to pick seventeen different offensive players. <laughs> one of us could have picked Joni Jones, and it would have been like hitting the triple sevens on the slot. Um, I have a I have a Tulane guy that I follow. Uh, he's a huge, huge, huge Tulane fan, uh, and he took Joni Jones to be an anytime scorer, uh, and he hit. How much did he bet? Uh, I don't know. He, he didn't show what he bet, but uh, I think it was like plus 9,000. Wow. So wow. good for him. I was happy wow. for him. Um, listen, I, I, I'll be honest uh, with you. But, oh, oh uh, 
But yeah, but no, we mentioned in the post game. It's sad that Kevin can't be here. Like he should be here to enjoy this moment. Uh, if anybody would be getting emotional, it shouldn't be Tony Jones Jr. It should be Kevin. Kevin. Uh, I mean, he's, he's he's his dad. He was the, he was there right at the beginning, man. He yes. drafted him before he Bro, was even Papa. in uniform. I, I mean, this I did, Andrew. I know you're the UDFA son king, but like, I mean, overall, to, this is like our like feed strongest into strongest season we've ever had. We got both of your sons doing well. We got Malcolm Roach on the roster. We got Tony June Jones scoring two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, little Jordan even had a touchdown last okay. week with the Broncos. I thought for a second, little Jordan caught the hail Mary for Denver. I was like, <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw, but Jamal Williams is uh, apparently going to be out for a little bit. Yeah. Kamara still got a game of suspension. So, you know, this might be uh Tony oh. Jones's show for a minute here. And, uh, I'll throw out another crazy theory. Uh, what's, what's Mark Ingram up to, Dave? Mark. What's your boo? What's your boo up to? <laughs> yeah. He does uh, the pregame and the postgame for who? What's he on Fox? Fox I, the, I've the heard he's been staying in shape. I'm just wondering if we. should. I saw uh, him in the internet. He flattened some YouTuber. I would suggest like, Latavius, but he's like starting for Buffalo, isn't he? Isn't he like yeah. uh, no? It, not just in Buffalo. I thought he was in Denver. Isn't isn't the running? Is he another Jesus? Isn't the running back solution, Andrew, for the Saints? Isn't it our content? No, it's our content king, Taysom Hill, getting 15 carries, uh, and Tony <laughs> Jones Jr. Like that's the solution. They only need one more week. Like why can't you get? Why can't you just line Taysom up in the eye? That's the solution, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Dave. You're correct. Latavius is in Buffalo, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, the thing with Taysom is you got to manage him. You know, he's old. He's been injured in the past. And, and I mean, that's what Streif told us last year. He was like, look, you guys don't understand. If we ran Taysom as much as the fans want us to, he would be yeah. he would be out after three games and <laughs> done for the year. And, like, yeah. that, that, that the whole point of us managing him and not feeding him the ball as much as people want is very specifically and intentionally so he lasts. And so, you know, you got to manage a guy's snaps. And, yeah, that was one of those games where they probably gave him the ball more than they were comfortable with out of necessity. Um, and they may go another week doing that. They may feel like they have to. I mean, Green Bay gave up 210 yards rushing against Atlanta. I know Atlanta's great running the ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll talk about the, more about the offense in a little bit. But the defense, Dave, was completely dominant. and. You know, you had a, you were a little bit ragey in the post game about the touch, the touchdown that the Saints gave up. But the more I thought about it, it was kind of infuriating because if the Saints could have could have held Carolina to like a three and out or just like one first down, they could have held Carolina to under two hundred yards of total offense. Carolina had basically thirty percent of their yards on the final drive. Of the game, yeah. Well, and I mean, you mentioned, you know, I listened to our post game podcast today, and I, I re recalled what you said um, that I would be okay with them playing prevent defense, but what they weren't doing, like you said, is they weren't containing the edges, the sidelines. They were letting them, you know, throw underneath and then also get out of bounds. Like I feel like usually when you play that kind of prevent defense, you know that they're going to go to the sidelines. You're covering the sidelines. Yeah. You're, the only thing you're giving them uh, yeah, like make force is, them to throw is in the middle. middle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that was that's what's frustrating about it. What the hell was that? Yeah. The 
Andrew. Leave it to Dave to find something to complain about. I mean, we're well, two I mean, and oh. But I mean, what's great? Look, I'm not comp- no, 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 no. We are. This is. We are not. Look, you know what? I, we've been in this position before, and I, we've had come up with like close games, and we've won. And I know I've come on the podcast the next day and pissed in everybody's weedies and been like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." But you know, we're not. You know, we're not going to do well moving forward. Blah blah blah. I legitimately think that like this is different. Like I still think I, I think even though we're two and zero, oh, I think we're going to continue to do well. I don't think that this is a mirage. I think this is real. I think we are a good team, and especially with this defense. You know, I know they. It's a cliche. Defense wins championships. We're nowhere near a championship, but I mean, you have a very good chance of beating any team if you're going to keep them under twenty points or under fourteen points or whatever. Um, and I am a little bit more optimistic about Carr than I was about Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston uh, or either of those guys or Ian Book well, or Trevor Simeon or whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but going back to Dennis Allen, look, the thing about Dennis Allen is like he's obviously a good – he obviously knows what he's doing as far as the defense is concerned. And it's kind of like the whole – like we used to say about Sean Payton, like – Sometimes he might call a play that didn't work out well or whatever, and you kind of gave him a pass because, uh, you know, he's Mm -hmm. done so many other great things, and you just kind of, well, you take the good, you take the bad. Uh, And I, you know, I I think you have to feel the same way about Dennis Allen. Like, for the most part, he calls a great defense. He calls, you know, they were saying nice things on the broadcast about how he's mixing it up on third down. He's showing the man, but they're really playing zone, blah, blah, blah. It gets confusing for uh, for an offense, especially for a young quarterback who's only playing his second regular season game. But, uh, oh, Angela's in the chat. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm nervous. So, no, I'm not nervous. Of uh, course uh, but so I just think that, uh, like I said, I, so I think we, we, we would give Sean Payton a pass and I think that we have to give Dennis Allen a pass. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I don't get it, but say love You know, they, Andrew, as we talk about this, the has defense, a, this has been a tough couple of weeks for the anti-DA crowd, I guess. It, the, the anti-DA Especially crowd. with the 10 I'm pro games in a row holding teams under 20 points, like breaking a record that was owned by the Dome Patrol. Yeah, and in and this day and age, with the with the, the the rules the way they are and the way it favors the offense, I mean that's unbelievable. And and they've been closing out games on the offensive end, so like you can't like they people can bang on the offense for not scoring, but like they've they've closed out both games on offense with big plays, so you can't even knock a them. Tough couple people. weeks for the tough DA. Tough couple haters. weeks, yeah. But Andrew, I was thinking about this. After we did the film study, which patrons will get early, you should become a patron. Uh, it's one of the perks. Uh, I was thinking about this. The defense, we said going into the summer, we're like, this defense can be really good. Like, if it, 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 it was really good at the end of last year, and we think it can be really good again. What surprised you about the defense? Because I didn't even think it would be this good. What of, the, of one thing about the defense that you're like, wow, I didn't think – that would be as good as it is after two weeks. Uh, well, they're, they're healthy. That's shocking. <laughs> I mean, how, did, how are they not missing like seven starters at this point? Yeah. Just, I mean, just Peyton normal, Turner Peyton was Turner. on brand, yeah, but, that's not, that's but not. Um, yeah, the Saints are relatively healthy so far. That's kind of a shocker. Um, but I would say more seriously, I don't know that I expected. Like Roach is kind of an afterthought. Like he's struggling to get snaps. And he's a really good player. He's an ascending player. I feel like he did a lot this offseason to improve. Like He should be playing more, but he's just in a logjam at defensive tackle because Shepard was incredible this past week. 
Brian Brissy in two weeks has looked really good. Rushing the passer. Um, Colin, Colin Saunders is just uh, a beast stopping the run. And, and he moves pretty well for a big dude. So I just feel like the biggest surprise to me is a defensive tackle is just like an embarrassment of riches right now. Dave, before you answer, I'm going to say the secondary. Like, Lattimore is playing as good as he ever has. Mm-hmm. But, like, the thing you mentioned, Dave, about we just have to trust DA. And, you know, he's like Sean Payton on defense. Sean Payton may make a bad call, but you trust him. Here's the thing with DA. I'm to the point now where he could be like Dave Cariello is going to start at corner. He's going to start in the slot. <laughs> <laughs> week four and i'd be like it's gonna be fine like da he knows what he's doing um, it's gonna be fine like they just and that's know what they're doing Alante taylor is really decision. good in the slot like they know what they're doing in the secondary the, right. da knows how to identify players that he wants and it works yeah I, that's what i'm saying i agree he's 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 a defensive-minded guy who's good at his job just as sean payton was an offensive-minded guy who was good at his job. And, yeah. So and, don't and, don't you think it's just like the opposite of Sean Payton? Like, yeah. For to for Da to be the full expression that he can possibly be, like you have to pair him with an elite offensive coordinator. Not that differently than Sean Payton, whose most successful seasons offensively are, are just total as a head coach were when he had the best defensive coordinators and the best the, defensive supporting. The, the trouble for that, and I agree with you. The trouble with that, Andrew, is like. The best case scenario for DA is, and not just for this season, but for his tenure going forward, is for Pete to become really good because Pete's never going to leave. Like, if he had gotten rid of Pete and hired, say he had said, Ronald Curry, you're my guy now, and the Saints offense this year was really good, every team in the league would be like, we got to get Ronald Curry. Yeah. Hire him. So the, the best case scenario for DA is like Pete becomes really good because Pete's not going anywhere. And that's the that's the trick for DA. I do I do agree with you to, to pair him with an elite offensive coordinator. Um, but Dave, do so they... wait. So wait. If if DA is this great defensive mind, and he's the head coach, what, how about we get Sean Payton back as offensive coordinator? <laughs> mm. I mentioned this right before we went on air. Uh, that would be hilarious if we got the second round pick. From Denver, <laughs> to take Payton and they back. fire Sean Payton, and we get him too, and he's not even <laughs> with them. Here. That'd be great. And they and and we um we trade with them. We we get uh, another pick from Denver, so we have like their second, their seventh, their fourth. We do like a trade with them at the deadline, and we get Sean Payton back. That would be amazing. Um, final thing, final thing on the defense, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you you were right last year. I hate to admit it, but mm-hmm. you were you you said we said, listen, if the Saints can get a lead, the pass rush will come. <laughs> and right. we kept saying we kept saying it. We kept saying it. And it never really happened till the back half of the year. And you took a victory lap, deservedly so. But this year, the Saints have 17 quarterback hits in two weeks. They had 34 quarterback hits the whole year last year, apparently. Yeah. Is that is that true? That's true. They're already halfway there. Yeah, they're halfway wow. there. Wow. So, Dave, you're, you're our resident expert on pass rush enjoyment uh, success. Are you feeling good about the pass rush? I texted you guys early in that game. Uh, it seemed like they were blowing through uh, 
the Carolina. Line they're not even blitzing. They, they just keep no, rushing no, forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it seemed like they were just going, they were just slipping right through all of those guys. And I texted you guys, I was like, they're going to they're gonna end the night with at least five sacks, uh, if not more. Uh, and I don't, what, what did they end up with? I don't even, I, I think it was look. four. Yeah. Uh, I was well, so Marcus high. May got a push pushed. Uh, it's yeah. always funny. I don't know if you guys do this. I'm kind of like a stat geek and like whenever a quarterback scrambles and he gets pushed out of bounds, like near the line of scrimmage, You're you know, like, so it's like a no game. I'm like, did they count that as a sack? Yeah. Did they count it? Did he get it? And like, sure enough, Marcus May got credit for a sack on. It was basically a no gain scramble by uh, by uh, Bryce Young, but they gave him the sack. We'll take it. So, yeah, yeah, no, I can't complain about the defensive line. Uh, this is great. You know, you didn't ask me the question. You asked Andrew the question just two minutes ago, uh, what he's most surprised by. And uh, yeah, for sure, I agree with Andrew. Like, just defensive line, uh, they're on another level right now. Yeah. All right, Thomas, give us a donation up. Where are we? Not high enough. Come on. Yeah, you, enough, did, you didn't give me a chance Open tonight, Ralph, to give me, to give me a donation update. Uh, so last week we reached a donation goal. Hatchet John won, and he's in the lead right now with 2,500 bits. Uh, second place, Huda Golf, uh, 500 bits. So we are 30% there. Come on, guys. Black pepper. You know, uh, Ralph, I'm still waiting guy. for that king cake uh, alcohol to come in the mail. Just saying. Strawberry, hard hide. Ponchatoula strawberry whiskey. I got it. I got to say. No, it, wasn't there it. a king cake one? There is a king cake. That's the other. That's the other brand oh. that our friends do. But I can send it to you. But I got to do it on the download because well, it's a, it's the same brand, right? It's it's bootlegging if I mail it to you. It's illegal. I'll go to jail for like three to five. Sure, that's what they're um, looking for. So you know, if you want me to do, <laughs> if you want me to do the black pepper jalapeno vodka, hit the donation button. So. <laughs> Uh, nice. So, by the way, I I really like the Tony Jones Jr. fathead you have there. Right. That... I was telling Thomas in the pregame, maybe we should have a fathead tier where patrons can donate to a certain level and they can decide what fatheads go with here. That like they could do a huge fathead, they could do their own head, they could do a, a loved one, a pet. You know, we could have a whole fathead section. Ooh, I like for, that. Just for I patrons. really like that. Just for patrons. Um, so guys, I think I think Butterich would have trivia, a, a from, fathead trivia. I think a Jim Mora. I think a Jim Mora fathead, like the like a that would be awesome. size human head would be amazing. So yes. guys, we are presented by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's eighty six proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season long. Support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. It's amazing. Three Malta boots. Can't go wrong. Uh, all right, Dave. Derek Carr, you've been a little, you were a little negative on the postgame show. Derek Carr and the off- offense, they were there last night. I just, they I, did, don't, I don't know if I'm sold on them yet. I'm they sure. did. Enough. Um, 
how are we feeling? How are, are are you starting to get worried about Derek Carr? Dave? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if worried's the right word, but yeah, I mean, I said on the post game, I guess only patrons get that. So if you're not a patron, one, I guess you should sign up, and two, uh, I'll I'll say it again. Uh, but uh, I I don't know. Like he's 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 not getting much help from the offensive line, obviously. Um, but at the same time. I feel like he's not doing a lot to help himself. Um, he kind of just stands there in the pocket. Um, if he gets around, you know, he, I, I feel like he doesn't. I feel like he could do. There are a couple of times where he could do a better job of just moving slightly uh, and just changing the throwing lane a little bit so that it doesn't result in a batted down ball. Or, I mean, I don't know. Some of those throws he are just like, the no, panic. don't throw that. He climbs the panic. He climbs the pa- the. Andrew, he climbs the pocket in panic, not like Breeze, where Breeze would climb the pocket and he always like looking to hit somebody. I feel like Carr is just climbing the pocket to like, oh God, don't let me get crushed. Well, I, well, I, I all I can tell you guys is that uh, Jameis one of one. You'll appreciate this, Dave. Oh my oh, God, man. he has been DMing me in a fit no. of rage. I have never Do gotten more. Engage. Do not I've engage. never gotten more communications from him than I have over the last couple weeks. It's it's honestly it's amazing that cars, like, especially his TD to interception ratio, he he keeps bringing back up that he's on pace for eight touchdowns and seventeen interceptions over the course of the season. Like car. he keeps yeah car. <laughs> like the fact that the Saints are winning games and his he car is awful statistically so far is is really enjoyable like because he just he can't <laughs> handle it he he is melting down he's throwing all these numbers at me he's like and i'm just like two and oh bro and he's like yeah but those teams are awful and you know if james you know james was with a broken back and he threw all these touchdowns in week one against atlanta and everyone's no one's respecting him and i'm just like you know that's all i care about but like he he just uh, he is <laughs> he is becoming unglued. How fun would it's, it's it be? incredible! It would be amazing if the Saints went thirteen and four and Derek Carr had fourteen touchdowns and fourteen picks. Yes, <laughs> I, I kind of want him to play bad and the Saints continue to win. And then it's, they win a playoff game, and it's just. But here's the yeah. thing: the one thing I'll say, I looked at this today. Derek Carr, his sack rate is double his career average. So like, it's not just him. Like, like some guys you could say right, like right. Russell Wilson, wherever he goes, whenever he plays, he takes a ton of sacks Deshaun Watson too. They take a ton of sacks. Derek Carr, he's had a couple of high sack seasons, but mostly he's like in the four and a half to 5% sack. range. No, I, I think Drew Brees, who is a master of making a bad offensive line seem like they know how to pass protect. Um, I, I think Brees would be getting sacked at a historic rate right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, this is, I, I don't think anybody's blaming this on Carr. You know, the, the, at least the sacks, I mean. Right. The, the offensive line play is. That was on him to throw, uh, throw into triple coverage. The, if, if anything, the he avoided it. If back. anything, he avoided a couple sacks by throwing a couple horrendous interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know, I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, 
Fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hard Hide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. The positive that I take from the Saints, especially being 2-0, is I looked at the, 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 the end of that Pittsburgh game, and they won, but they had negative seven yards of offense in the fourth quarter. They scored two touchdowns on turnovers, right? But the thing with the Saints, the offense may be struggling. Carr may be looking bad. But they have a ton of, or not a ton, but a, a handful of these huge plays where the yeah. offense will look good. They had moments and drives yesterday where they looked good. Olave made the big play. Michael Thomas had seven catches. Taysom ran it effectively. Like, we've seen good offense. It isn't like they won two games 10 to 7. You know, we've seen <laughs> flashes of it. So I don't think. The panic necessarily is warranted, um, but this offensive line, like how many, when, when do you start to worry, Dave? How many weeks? Hmm. I don't know. Two more, maybe. I mean, two more, that's four games. That's kind of like quarter way through the season. Um, I know there's 17 games now, but so there's no, <laughs> there's no nice, even split there, but. So it would actually be a, it would be four games in one quarter. So you can sure, start to panic sure, week five right. after one quarter. Sure, exactly. When when right, uh, that's when I'll start to panic after the first quarter of the fifth game. If I'm still seeing what I'm seeing from the offensive line, it'll be time to panic because again, like I mean, I, you know, these are their starters. It's not like we're we, we've taken. It's not like we're taking a bunch of injuries and now we're out there with guys we just signed off the street. Like these are the guys. These are our guys. <laughs> uh, and if they can't do the job, then we're either stuck with it or we're going to have to get new guys. Um, Things are so bad. We're talking about Pete being reinserted into the offensive line. I mean, th- think about that. Like, just step out, yeah. s- step outside your, yourself for one that... minute and listen to what you're saying. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, it's it's bad. It That's is bad. Take a nap in a so, running car. Sad. I don't know. This is they're going to need to be God. coached up. The, the other option. Why you is got, that they why you got to dig at Joe Morgan, Ralph? Why why you got to hit <laughs> hit Joe Morgan like that? Um, no, I, I think you're absolutely right, Dave. I, I think I'm kind of already there in the sense that I don't know how much longer car can be upright. I don't know if you guys knew this, but like. It looked like he had one of those pads where it was like covering up his ribs, and I felt like his hand was going to his ribs a couple times. So yeah, he's great. not he hasn't been on the injury report, but like I was oh, like, man, no. is, some, is something going on with his ribs? We got another and, quarterback with twenty broken ribs. God and damn and, it. and I mean, it's unsustainable. Some of these shots he took, like the shot that he took um, to the I think that was last week when he got lit face, up in the face. In yeah, yeah, to the face. He can't keep taking shots like that. He can't get no. sacked five times a game and expect him to make it through the season. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, it's just it, like he's 32. It, he's not 20 anymore. You know, like they, they have to protect him. And if they can't figure it out soon, you know, it'd be interesting if, if eventually the Saints like embraced it, just like, yeah, we're 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 running the ball. Like the thing is, like the what? Saints are trying to get vertical with Olave and Shahid. Like mm-hmm. you're seeing an intentional attempt yeah. to get more vertical to to have more explosive plays and like enable in order to do that you've got to pass protect now the one thing that was encouraging for me and it just sucks that jamal williams is out and hope hopefully kendra miller is going to be good to go this sunday because you know they're thin at running back and they haven't really been running the ball that well until the second half of the second game and you know one thing that really can establish your ability to stretch the field is setting up play action with running the football. So, you know, if they can run the ball well out of the gate and set up play action, then, you know, maybe the pass protection becomes a little bit easier, but it starts there. Here's a question for me, Andrew, because, you know, Sean Payton always used to say you're either uh, coaching it or allowing it to happen. Is there a point where either DA or Pete decides our offensive line simply is not good enough to do this spread them out. Let's be vertical offense. We want to do, do we have to go max protect and only have three guys in the route? I mean, I think it was already happening in the first half of the Carolina game. Um, You know, I, I'm, I saw a lot of people in the chat, they were asking like, where's Juwan Johnson? And early in the game, it was like they were going Foster Moreau and Jimmy Graham and Taysom. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I already think that they, they tried. And then, and then when would they would go to those offensive personnel packages where they were more spread out, they were getting sacked every time. So I, I feel like we're already starting to see that. And, Unfortunately, they're going to have to double down on it even further. It, it's interesting to me, Dave, that we were so excited about the possibility at tight ends and Foster Moreau and Joint. Like they're they're like Andrew said, they're kind of non-existent. Um, what's the biggest, besides Derek Carr and the struggles that he's had on offense, what's the biggest thing on offense that you're like, man, I'm surprised that this hasn't worked? Mm. I don't know. The offensive line was... It all stems from the offensive line. We knew that. Yeah, I was going to say, we knew going into the season that that was a question mark. Yeah, but so I, mean, I would like, not say that was that surprising. Yeah, um, uh, but I don't know. But all the problems I feel like that the Saints have on offense, I mean, uh, are because of the offensive line. Like they can't run the ball because of the offensive line. They can't protect the quarterback because the offensive line, uh, which is hurting. Uh, you know, their their passing game. You yeah. know, but because other, other than and, that, I, I mean, I don't know. And I even think Andrew, like you know, uh, Michael Thomas is healthy. He's you know, back. Like, not that to, was not, cool. Not to go all nerd on people, but, you know, I, I remember listening to Robert Mays and Nate Tice, their podcast, and Nate Tice, one of his biggest beefs was the Saints. He's like, their offense is fine. It's okay. 
but they never run motion. They only run motion like 10% of the, or something like that. And it was like, they never run motion and you got to run motion to get, they can run motion to get Olave and get these people in, in, in better positions. And they just don't. And one thing I'm seeing is like, they're running more motion. They're doing cool stuff, but like, I don't know. You put it as like a, you, how did you describe You described it as like offensive line, not blocking as like a system failure. I guess it's like the, the blue screen of death for your computer. You can have the Mac or whatever with the nice hard drive and the nice video card. But if uh, you're getting the blue screen of death, it doesn't matter. What is um, this tweet I'm looking at on the screen? That's uh that's a, that's something that I put in there begrudgingly. That's a uh, comparing Andrew's UDFA son, Shahid, to Drake London and uh, Traylon Burks and uh, Jahan Dotson. Yeah. And he's better. He's, he's so through two weeks, he's better than all of them. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Arthur Smith drafted a tight end four and he drafted a wide receiver eighth. And all he wants to do is run the ball. So <laughs> that that's the easy. So Thomas, before we get to the hotline, give us an update. Where when are, are we talking we? about Olave? Oh, wait, we're talking about the catch. The, is that in the rundown? Yeah, we can talk about. Let's talk. Let's talk about the catch. We can't run the highlight because the NFL will send me to highlight jail. Oh, what? <sighs> yeah, so we can't. You can't run the highlight. But uh, greatest catch in Saints history. Can I we show it, pictures? No, you can't. Can't even show pictures. Well, because I look, I I, I want to know why what why you guys don't think that that was a fumble. By the time he got possession of the ball. He was never touched from that moment on, I, it seemed like to me. I, I mean, I think, I think the referee would have said he was. Well, they blew a whistle for sure, they, right? Correct. They blew a whistle. Yes. So I don't, I think they would have probably said he was touched in the act. But to your point, Dave, like he didn't like this. If, 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 the, if the Carolina guy would have got the ball. It would have been an interesting conundrum of a situation, I think. So, like, Olave needs to, like, he should have, like, I think he should have got up and kept running instead of spiking the ball. Would have been Yes, no doubt. Uh, Andrew's dad says, yes, he was touched, obviously, on replay. I don't know. I, I, never, I didn't see that. Can, Andrew, can you think of a better Saints, a better Saints catch ever? Yeah. Like, Difficult. Uh, yes, Lattimore's butt catch. <laughs> <laughs> Lattimore, Lattimore's uh, butt catch. I was trying to think. Colston is Colston. Zach, Zach Streif. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Oh, Terrence, Co- Terrence Copper caught a Hail Mary against Atlanta. That happens all the time. In 2006. Exactly. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, Jimmy Graham has had some insane catches. Jimmy Graham had the had the Hail Mary that they called him for the push off. Yeah. Um so people in the chat, if you think if it, uh, Michael Thomas has had some great ones. I mean the 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 one where he landed on his butt was a pretty good one. Yeah, two I didn't realize two cheeks equals two feet or one cheek equals two feet. Is that how yeah. that works? Yeah. Any um, cheek. Um well let's I know it's dangerous, Dave, to predict Michael Thomas's healthy because last year he gave us two last year he gave us two games that were tremendous especially the first week in atlanta what if i said to you right now michael thomas 68 catches 800 yards four touchdowns 
Would you would you take it no. or would you no. take door number two? Would you no. need door number better? two? He can do way better than that. Andrew, Mm-mm. I mean, for a while in that game, it felt like yeah. Is he going to catch fifteen passes in this one? I think he's just getting. They kind of chilled out on throwing him the ball in the second half, but in the first half, I mean, it was like every pass was going to Michael Thomas. So, uh, yeah, I'll take door number two as well. Mo says door number three. I mean. I just feel like Michael Thomas. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just a new washer dryer from Maytag. I feel like Michael Thomas is destined to catch 105 passes for 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns, and then get 80 million dollars from Denver, <laughs> <laughs> and then promptly get hurt again. Hey, hey we've had him I'll healthy for two, I'll sign two up for games. That. Let's uh, let's take it one game at a time, please, with Michael Thomas. Thomas, do you have the audio? He apparently, Michael Thomas apparently was going to fight uh, a panther uh, walking to the line. I do have a video and audio. Yeah, play that, because Michael Thomas almost got in a little, a little ruckus in the game. Did did I hear a West Side Crip gang? Did I did I hear that correctly? Yeah. As Eric, a patron in the Discord, said, after seeing that video, it shouldn't surprise anyone that Michael Thomas and CD Deuce got into a fist fight. It should surprise everyone that they only got into one fist yeah. fight. Like Agreed. Michael Thomas, um, my, Mr. Jujash, you can play the fight and not the highlights. That's correct, Mr. Jujash. I can we can play uh we can play uh non NFL. We have Mr. Juj as our in-house counsel. I'm sure we could play show photos <laughs> or stills of game film. Uh, but but Oh, we got a big donation from Oh Errol in Uptown. Errol in Uptown. Errol, thanks. Errol. Thank Errol. Errol's been recording my channel four video morning hits uh for years. He's the best. Um, oh, are you back doing those? Why aren't we showing? Yeah, those? we we I give them to Thomas. He's going to post them on the YouTube. I was with uh, Eric Polson today. He insulted me. He's still alive. <laughs> he is still <laughs> alive. God, still Damn alive. alive. Dave on the top rope. Andrew Michael Thomas being an Arab. Hey now, Saint Sooners. Halfway there, halfway there, guys. Oh. Hey Michael Thomas being an arrogant prick Rob's after getting Saints shaky. wins, I feel like he's all the way back. That gave me immense confidence about Michael Thomas, that he's stirring, he's stirring crap with opposing players after the game. It filled me with confidence. Did it fill you with confidence or no? Um, I mean, I'm more interested in what he's doing on the field. Uh, <laughs> he, he, his off-the-field stuff always makes me nervous, from his tweets <laughs> to his actions to all of it. Um, but uh, no, it's great to see. I mean, he he obviously when he's even a shell of his former self, he's still awesome. I mean, he made some great plays. It was really cool to see it. 
Uh, it's been a long time coming for him. So, and look, Carr needs it right now badly. I mean, he doesn't have much time to throw. So if he can throw a little slant or you know five yard hook route, that's about all he has time for. It slant. seems like right now. We're, so, we're Dave. Are we going to have a maximum slant boy performance in the next three or four weeks, where Michael Kett, Thomas catches twelve for one hundred and three and a touchdown? Like, like Andrew said, I, I thought I thought that's what we were gonna, what we were going to get uh, yesterday on Monday night. Uh, so. Yeah, it seems uh, seems inevitable. One of these days, it is going to happen. All right, Thomas, keep, got... keep the donations coming. We're at fifty six percent. Come on, we're closing in. Come on. And Come hey, on. think of it. I got to get up at five because <sighs> they're doing they're doing construction in Houston. Bro, do you have gotta... your bucket ready? The old puke bucket. I got the bucket ready. You know what? Don't donate. I can sleep. I can get. I can sleep tonight. I don't have to chug two Gatorades and a, and three aspirin after the show. Don't donate. I'll be fine. I'm gonna be fine. We can break the streak. I don't need. The, I don't oh, need. Shit. The, I, I don't need the 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 jalapeno pepper. Fuck. I don't need it. I'm not afraid. Thanks to Saints and Sooners. Okay, so Thomas, let's get to Where's the hotline. Agent Sands. We get, let's get to the hotline, Thomas. Uh, people. Thomas, how was the hotline after a win? Was it quality? Are we are we picking up steam like the it Saints? Was qual- it was quality, but people were pissed. But it was quality though, and we had a a call, a long call from Dave's friend. Also. My friends, yeah, Angela and uh, and Daphne, and uh, I think they sit behind me. They, we've been seatmates for for I don't know eleven, twelve years, um, and uh, they just—I was telling you on the last big show i think uh they just discovered that i've been doing this for 12 years and i have a podcast and that they could be watching and listening to me uh so now they're on board um and uh i think um i think i think they might become regular callers they 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 like to share their opinions so yeah so thomas hit the hotline roger that It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. Hey, just leaving the Charlotte Stadium. Carr was just as bad as he was probably on the TV. But 2-0, we won, so who that? Hey, guys, it's Leroy on the Discord. Wow, what a what a game so far. It's halftime right now, and there's just so much to talk about already, unfortunately. I mean, one thing that makes a quarterback awful any quarterback in the league is terrible offensive line play and no run game. And surprise, surprise, what does Derek Carr get? Both of those. Blindside, terrible O-line play, and now we got Williams out potentially for God knows how long. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's much you can expect from Carr. I mean, he's not looking good when he does have those two things. On the other side of the ball, I guess you have the defense playing phenomenal, so there's that. But expect uh, Groupie to be your player of the game. Un- unbelievable. It was the tail of two halves on my yeah, why do the Saints need to win ugly? I mean, yeah, we're 2-0, snap two streets. So really, are we just f***ing just going to raise everyone's blood pressure and heart rate up at this time? Like, come on. I I know some of us got to lose weight, but come on. Please don't f***ing do this again, Saints. But hey, 2-0. Hey, fellas. This is uh, the good COVID calling in, saying everybody <laughs> seems quite uppity this week. I don't know why. Uh, Cam gave me a little injection of me into him, and he's always spreading me around, getting a little injection here and there. And we always seem to be doing all right. I think everybody needs to calm down, and let's have a good, same season, everybody. 
I am sad he was the ball boy at uh excuse me, I was the ball boy at Fort Hayes State. The dad was a was a defensive line coach. We coached uh Nate and Shepard down there. I just wanted to say we called him old dog Shep there. I'm glad he got a sack for the Saints representing mm-hmm. Fort Hayes State. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Only thing I wanted <laughs> to comment really? on Dennis Allen's nipple game was ridiculous. <laughs> To the point that I might be willing to go out on a limb and say it surpassed Sean Payton's nipple game. Whoa. The man. Whoa. Headlights. Anyway, thanks, guys. Hope you all have a great night. Who dat? Hi, this is Angela and Daphne Young, and we are calling in because we would like to say some things about the Saints. First, great job defense. Well, of course, until the last few plays of the game. But we would like to thank the defense for such a great defensive game. This game was just the battle of the defenses at the beginning. But then I think we really need our offensive line to step up more and do some things because our offensive line is just not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not protecting our quarterback. He's sat four times, and it's just mm-hmm. it's not it's not right. We need to get that together. In the off season, we did not prepare for that. We got other players from – we drafted other mm-hmm. players. Last year, the same thing. We did not draft for that um, O-line, and we have to get our O-line um, prepared so that our quarterback can have um, people protecting him instead of him going down. Um, again, other than that, pretty good game. Glad we came out 2-0. and um, One more game without Alvin Kamara. we got to go to Green Bay without him, but then after that he will be back, so we're excited about that. But we just can't wait till we're back in the dome. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Great job. Yes. And we are so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Angela. I'll make sure they call every week. All right. We're going to talk before we get to the mailbag. We're going to talk about Dennis Allen's nipple game. I mean, yeah. You know, so I got to, since this, since this is the, I watch it on TV, yeah, so you know, I get I get a better look. Y'all keep at, talking. I'll be back in a minute. I get a better look at the nips uh, on TV as opposed to when I go to the game. And I mean, I got to be honest with you, it's not even a nipple situation. It's it's kind of like bre- like breasts. Like uh, <laughs> it's not. I'm being serious, and I'm not trying to be insulting. I'm, I'm boobs. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I I mean, it's not really nip. It's not the nipple game. It's more of like he's Dave's got, getting like, excited. He's got like an eight. Thanks, thanks, Butteridge. Of you, if you're not allowed in the live stream, Butteridge. I told Butteridge because people were talking about in the Discord about trading Jameis to the Jets, and somebody said, "Well, what if they gave us a third round pick?" And Kevin's Kevin, who's not here tonight, said, "If Jets offers a third round pick, we'll put a, I'll put a bow on him like the Lexus commercial and send him there myself." <laughs> so I told Butteridge to make me a, a Jameis Winston Lexus bow graphic. Uh, to entice the <laughs> to entice the Jets. Hey, Ralph, it was Arrow. It was Arrow, by the way. <laughs> it was Arrow who did it. So <laughs> thank you, Arrow. It, this would entice. If I needed a quarterback, this would entice me to trade for Jameis. <clears throat> um, um, wait, but also the guy that called before Daphne and Angela was that guy for real? What kind, what accent was that? Yeah, it was like, it was like, was that in America? It was like a no. It sounded like a Boston, New Jersey, East Coast accent. Was that for real though? Was it? Was I don't his know. old? Is his old coach I really? Think it was. Sounded sound real. Interesting. Ship. Right. Ship, no. I want that guy. Yeah, I want that guy. That guy's accent was awesome. I want that guy to call every day. And the full, I want, I want full every version week. of Hotline is much longer and much juicier. 
Yeah, and the only patrons get it, and it's already loaded. And Thomas got mad at me. I Thomas always gets mad at me because I. I it's usually almost I it's almost it's almost ten minutes long. The full wow. version of Hotline. The 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 the, the uncensored Hotline is ten uncensored. minutes. Wow. So, all right. So, um, we got to get to mailbag, but I want to remind people the Saints. Happy Hour Viewer Mailbag is brought to you by Hard Hide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Thomas, give us a donation update before we get to the mailbag. Where did Andrew, Andrew okay, went to go take a Speaking of donation me? update, Andrew's nice. Pooping, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And just pooping, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never hear that sound by day because I always use it when you are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of donation update, thanks to Huda Golfer. Nice timing for 1K bits. We are at 74%. 74%. And who's in the lead? Hatchet John is in the lead with 2,500 wow. bits. Second place, Saints and Sooners with uh, 1,700 bits. And Errol is... Uh, Number three, 16. Schnapps. I mean, did anybody got a timer on this? I mean, he's been gone for like two minutes. Peach Schnapps from the Obama administration, I'm just saying. Make it happen. By the way, Angela just missed uh, the call on the hotline. <laughs> I know. That's, Too bad. That's, you know, I'm glad. You, for those of you that are just now She should become Angela, a patron and listen to the answers. She should. Version. She should. But for those of you that are just now meeting Angela, I've known her for a long time. Missing her call on the show is par for the. That's so Angela. Uh, that is just par for <laughs> the course brand. for Angela. So you're getting the yeah. It's very on brand. You're getting the full Angela experience right off the bat. Love you, Angela. By the, by the way, I want to thank. We're up to 324 patrons. Uh, join the show, support the show, and oh, gotta gotta say this: tickets to the live show. If you are a patron, patrons get at first access to the tickets to the live show on december 8th we have sold 41 of 60 seats if you are a patron get them you have early access once october hits access goes open to everyone uh you get first dibs and you get 50 percent off if you're a patron remember to do that get tickets to the live show it's going to be at sports drink it's going to be amazing uh we're going to be there we're going to have fun we're going to have props hard hide whiskey is going to be there with uh, giveaways and maybe shot girls it's gonna be time of your life. I'm just saying you want to get a what, what, say, say that again. Look, Andrew's back from the We're bathroom. Trying, Did everything trying come to out get, okay, Andrew? Trying to get something connected up with Hard Hide where they uh, help us out at the live show. I was We're, not in the bathroom, Dave. We're, mm, We're working sure. on that. I'm not so, sick uh, like you. Wash your so, hand. uh, Thomas, next question. We haven't gotten one question yet. Well, get to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even played the music. Oh, yeah, oh, play the music. Oh, never mind. Wow. Fuck the music. There's time to drink, bro. All right, who, they were waiting that? for that moment. They were Stay waiting. Stay soon as. They, they, they hate that song. Took uh, us over the line and became the MVP. Thanks, but, Sooner. Boomer Sooner. All right, so what So, so, so what am I going to drink? Is it going to be... Or the wasn't there a jalapeno jalapeno pepper oh, yeah. vodka? Or that was you said that, that was the worst one you ever drank. You said it is. It was, and that this one's a different. This is a different kind though, because that one was that was from Hudak Golfer, and it was in some sort of white bottle. This is a different. This is a different one. Uh, 
This is peach schnapps from the Obama administration. So what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Mm. Boom. Uh, Saint Sooner. Tell me what it is. Saint Sooner, tell us in the chat. Yeah, which my drink vote do you is going to be for the pepper. Salt and pepper? Ooh. Ooh. Chase the jalapeno, he says. Ooh. You can... You can Saint you Sooner can, says jalapeno. Ooh, you can smell the jalapeno. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mmm, gross. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, oh, gross my goodness. Get the bucket. Get oh, the wow. Bucket. Get the bucket. Mm. Immediate. Wow. You make me almost want to vomit. Oh, get yes. the bucket, man. Can't no bueno, huh? Mm. Chasing it down with a little hard hide. Yeah. Oh, oh that's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, it just, you know, the, I just think like pepper and jalapeno, it should not be in like. With vodkas and whiskeys, that's just oh, that's from. I think that was from Houdat Golfer. That's just wrong. But by the way, we're running out <laughs> of stuff. We're running out of stuff. So send me. Uh, and I've proven I'm drinking. What was that from the Chicago Dave? The Malort. Yes, Malort. You, you send it, and I'll drink it. Um, this this one's weird. This is gonna sound weird, guys. But this drink, like. I think I did it wrong because it burns in my nose. I think like it went something. It went it went down wrong. It really did. Like something is something is I mean, wrong. That, that makes that makes it more enjoyable for me. <laughs> well, Dave, I did three multi boots and the the jalapeno vodka. Uh, the mailbag, the post show mailbag is going to be yeah. amazing. Oh, by the way, Thomas. Uh, what do we tell the people if we hit a certain number in a row, we would do it live after the show? Are we there yet? If we hit it four times in a row, we are two. So two mm. more weeks, guys. Two more weeks. But com- uh, fun fact: combined with the off-season MVP, we are at eleven in a row. I want to. I want to climb that wanna, record up. I want to thank Dreamu. Uh-huh. Dreamu. He says this is what I speed home. Dreamo for first time Dream watching Dreamu. Dream you. Thank you, Dream you. No, I think it's Thank dream you, home. Dream you. Saint Sooner, thanks for thanks for supporting the show. Uh, you know, we we're doing all kinds that, of that, fun. That would have been the right time to play Ralph can't say anyone's name right, Thomas. Just, just saying. Thomas is going on like twenty His minutes. Name is we'll cut him a break. I don't have any of those. I also have like a small freaking baby twice on here, so <laughs> You have twice, really? Yeah, I do. That's Everybody... fucking illegal. It is illegal. <laughs> he says, "Ralph, here's one. Like a small He's in baby." And here's that's fucking baby. <laughs> hey, Smo has a great idea. Yes, Smo, I do. I want a mini bar stocked with drinks from the Reagan administration. That would be amazing <laughs> if somebody like could have it. Bitch. If you could find, like, if you have, like, a parent that maybe flew first class and they have, like, a bunch of Canadian club and all kinds of stuff from the 80s and you find them under a sink somewhere, box it up and send it to me and we'll drink that shit. Should we be uh, <laughs> talking about Kevin now? Should we do the Kevin love update? Do we have a love update? Well, he oh, texted yeah. us. He texted us. Yeah, we got a love update. I asked him text. before the show. 
All right. Well, well, I guess we'll do the love update before we get to the mail. Well, he just he basically said he's got a date with a girl tomorrow. Yeah, he said he's got a date lined up for Friday. He said Friday. she and I have been texting the last several days. We've matched on Hinge and Tinder previously, but yeah. never met because we both met other people before we got the chance. This time you we matched on this? Bumble. I, I didn't get it. This time we matched on Bumble. I was very upfront and said. Do you want to meet instead of beating around the bush with small talk? And she was up for it. So you know now, what, Kevin? Hopes to beat around her bush. Um, <laughs> I, way to way to take the bull by the horns, Kevin. Proud of you, but all, also I've never seen a relationship how do you match with someone in my entire life? How how do you match on three separate dating apps? Well, what I was going to ask is, does it match? Like, you know, he says now we've matched on like. Does it mean a certain thing if you match on one over the other? Like, if you match on Bumble, like, you're DTF. If you match on Tinder, then you're looking for a relationship. And if you match on Hinge, then you're, you're a serial kid. killer. What yeah, is I don't, it yeah. like? What's the difference between yeah. We are, yeah, we are you're, old. You're asking the wrong guy. I know. He needs, Jason Champagne said Kevin <laughs> needs to get on Who Dats Only. Um, <laughs> thank, thanks for the... Thanks for the... We could do that as a we could do that as a Discord. Dove do, Doble Dovel Daniel says that being single sounds worse than I remember. Yeah. I, I I couldn't agree with that statement more. I just think that's being Kevin. I think being Kevin <laughs> is, sounds, is worse. Than I that. would I would chop off my good arm before I would be single again. I am not even gonna lie to you. I don't know. That sounds awful. I mean, yeah. I mean, it does. Kevin's experience sounds awful. But uh, other other people's experience, other people seem to do <laughs> might fine. Not be the same. Some people might enjoy it. <laughs> All right, let's get. I let's will. Get... I will say, in the city that I live in, there's this like former Marine guy that I know, and there's four divorcee women that are kind of like in my circle of. I wouldn't say friends, but just like the people I know, you know. And he has dated all four of them. <laughs> wow. He's like a serial Monogamy. divorcee dater. It's like a reality. He's like what he likes he's playing like what, the field. Th- this guy is like what Kevin wishes he could be. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> sounds like a bad sounds like a I bad minus movie. the diseases. <laughs> and plan it's, like a, it's like a bad show on the reality show on Bravo, the 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 the, the unmarried marine or something. All right, so Thomas, let's get to this mailbag. Let's do it. First yeah, this is a banger of a mailbag. I chose a banger questions wow. only. <laughs> you banger. can save Osman's questions for uh, later for the next episode. Okay, and next question. I mean, first question from Christmas. If Christmas. Taysom gets over 100 yards in a win this week, will it be his greatest performance in Green Bay? Or will his breakout breakout shower scene still be number one? This is easy. Uh, you, without see, the thing is, is without the shower scene, you don't get the hundred yard game. So right. you can't have one without the other. Let me tell you this: if Taysom Hill gets a hundred yards rushing Green Bay Sunday, I will. I'll drink. I'll start with a four malta boot. Hard hide, and I will drink a Malta boot every twenty minutes of the show. You know, you hey, know Tomas, how like check the timestamp on this. 
I'm I'm trying to think of a good analogy here, but like you know how the girls like have their best underwear and they save it for a guy they really like or whatever. For Kevin, I I, I feel like Taysom Hill is like that with the Falcons. He doesn't. He he's not going to go nuts <laughs> right. against the Packers right, right. and save his insane game for that. He's going to save it for the Falcons. He is waiting yeah. for the Falcons yeah. to come out with his best underwear. Here's here's the thing though. They gave up over 200 yards rushing. All it takes for Taysom to get 100 yards and me drinking boots every 20 minutes would be like one 75-yard run and then like five more carries for 30 yards. Like it wouldn't – like it's possible, you know? Say. He did He did 100 yards against Seattle last year when he broke off the 50-yarder. I think – I, 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 with, with Tony Jen- – well, first of all, I don't know if you guys saw this just quickly. Um, I, I was driving past the store – today and i was like i was like thinking about man if jimmy graham had scored i'd be going into the store right now and buy an ipa for the show tonight and uh i i don't know if you guys saw this but like he was in the red zone package at one point it was a third down Derek carr took a sack of course but uh he was looking at jimmy and that was like his first read up the seam Mm -hmm. and uh he he was in that so i was like oh my god is this it is this jimmy's first catch touchdown in a Saints uniform coming back. And uh, so I'm still waiting on that, still waiting to drink the IPA. Uh, but uh, it, I, I feel like it's coming, guys. You should go buy it, though. That way you've got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go buy yeah. it now. It's I can feel it in my phones. You're in Virginia, and so you can't buy it on Sundays, so make sure you buy it before. Jimmy may be saving that for the Falcons also. Jimmy you know? and Taysom just unleash on the Falcons. Tom Thomas, what's next? Okay, next question. Also, a banger from the current MVP <laughs> leader, Saints and Sunes asks, "If Andy Dalton wants to come back, that's for that's a question for Andrew. Andrew, pay attention, man. Yeah, if Andy I... Dalton wants to come back, what fraternity style punishment does DA <laughs> make him to do? Can make him do to earn it? Well, I gotta say this." Andy Dalton as the uh, Cam Newton third and inches quarterback was not something I <laughs> had on my bingo card. That is a choice. What Frank the Reich. hell was that? Frank, Reich, Frank yeah. Reich's like, Andy, you weird. go in when we need our jumbo package quarterback situation. That was so weird. That was so weird. Uh, I would answer this question with a question of my own is, is do we want him back? Mm, I don't know about that. Mm. Boy, if we get to haze him, if we get to haze him, though, then it, maybe it's worth it. Well, you know, <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, since a- Andrews uh, Pike, uh, they we could do, and Pike. this is New Orleans, we could do what the Pikes at Tulane did um, that got them suspended uh, and kicked oh, off Lord. campus. <laughs> what was that? Charter revoked uh, and made national news, uh, which is um, lay him out on the floor uh, in just his underwear. Um, we'll pour some like cayenne pepper on them, some zatarans or whatever, some spicy stuff, and then we'll um boil up some crawfish boil, uh, and then we'll pour the crawfish boiling crawfish water all over on his body. Is that called the full seafood city? <laughs> seafood city. That's the. Did, did you see? Did you? Do you guys remember there was like a press conference in Tennessee? The Pikes in Tennessee were accused of butt chugging. Yeah, <laughs> of chugging from a funnel, and they—I mean, it—it it really was the funniest thing I've ever seen because they had a lawyer go up there and 
say like he must have said butt chugging four times <laughs> in, in his address to the press. And, you know, it's like some it's like some old frat dude with the bow tie, you know, and the glasses and the gray hair. And I've been a lawyer for 40 years and I've never heard of butt chugging. You know, I mean, it was just it was hysterical. So anyway, they should make him butt chug. Grandpa, Grandpa butt chugging is real. <laughs> uh, by the way, the now that Dalton is on the Panthers, like the that light blue and the white and the, the uniform, like. It really makes his like his red hair and his eyebrows and his facial. It really hair. pops, huh? Oh my god! Like, yeah, you know when he's wearing orange right. or the black and gold, like it, it's way more subtle. Against it's almost that camo. It's almost camo. Yeah, yeah, but it's crazy. He looked like a, a cartoon, like an he anime looked, cartoon. He looked like his hair a, is like all spiky and it's just like so bright red. He looks he look, like um the, the Thundercats guy. He looked like a he looked like a Thundercat or he looked like a yeah. wild thing from the Andy Game of Dalton with, with that white jersey and the blue like he really did look like he was on game of thrones he did he's by like, the way I, saints and sooners said he hoped that i brought up that pike story I, I don't know i guess he knew that uh it made national news like they made fun of it on weekend update on saturday night live mm-hmm. well <laughs> so what's next thomas next question from Octoberisk, who's in the chat also he asks, how much credit do you give DA for keeping Groupie and Headley? Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 where, by the way, where is Blake Illikin right now? Is he doing anything? He's, I don't know. Good question. Don't turn on I mean, the phone. Yeah, Headley, <laughs> obviously his first punt uh, was a shanker, and it set up Carolina to, to have that 3 nothing lead, so... Uh, the jury's still out on him. Um, I, I thought he played pretty good in the first game. I thought his punts after that shank were fine. Uh, although he set up one for a decent return. So, like, I would say Headley's kind of got a mixed, if not, like, mediocre grade, as, as much as it pains me to admit that. Give a, how much rope do you give a rookie punter? Like a kicker, I know. It's a good question, yeah. Um I mean, I feel like you got to give him at least four or five games and see where you're at. You know, it's different from from kicker. I mean, Groupie hasn't missed a kick, and you know, the uh, Denver. I mean, they lost because of Will Lutz pretty much <laughs> in Week One. So, I mean, I feel like last week was kind of more. The Saints won by a point, and he made all his kicks. Denver basically lost by the number of points they would have scored if Lutz had made all his kicks. So. I, I would say in week one, it was more stark, but I think we talked about this last week that, that it was the unsaintiest thing ever. Normally the guy That's we right. cut makes a game winner for someone else. And the guy we keep misses and we lose because of that miss. So well, here, it was like bizarro world last week. Here's my thing, Dave. Uh, I had some New Orleans media people getting mad at me Sunday because I was like, I hate watch Denver. I want the second round pick to be as high as possible. And I'm making Peyton jokes about him hiring a terrible defensive coordinator. And they're like, you don't appreciate what Sean Peyton did for us. He made the Saints relevant. And I was like, he's dead to me in New Orleans. We speak (laughs) ill of the dead. Am I wrong to just pile on Sean Peyton? Like he never did anything for me and just hate watch Denver and all their glory on Sunday. Am I wrong for that? I mean... Yes and no. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think behind all the jokes, you are obviously, you know what Sean Payton did, and you are a diehard Saints fan, and I think that you, 
love and respect Sean Payton for but everything. But screw him. I want the high. I want a top. But yes, pick. but at, but I also you know at the end of the day you root for the jersey. You don't root for players or or. But but, but or here's whatever. but don't you think it's different? You wrote well, maybe I don't know. Breeze is a bad example because I don't know that I was necessarily rooting for him to have a great you know broadcasting career, but. I mean, I didn't care, but I feel like there's other people. I mean, Joe Burrow is an example. Like, I'm not one of those, like, Cincinnati's my AFC team. Like, I root for one team, and then there's 31 other teams. But, like, Joe Burrow did a lot for LSU. I would love to see him have some success. Uh, I root for Joe Burrow. I hate Cincinnati. I I know you do. I know you do. I I kind of love that about you, actually, Ralph. I love it. I love the Cincinnati. But, but, but like, the thing about Sean Payton is, yes, yes, I echo what you say, Dave. Uh, He, deep down, like, he won a Super Bowl for the Saints. I'll, I'll always remember him. I'll always have fond memories. But. And he's more likable than Drew Brees. Who, Sean Payton? Yeah. Uh, when he's your head coach, yes. Yeah. When he's the head coach of someone else, I I think I can still, to some degree, appreciate his antics. But I think we knew. I mean, we used to talk about this on the podcast. Like, yeah, we only like Sean Payton because he's our coach. Dude. But we totally get why everyone else hates him. Dude, that act. Like, is he, wear he, he, I, I just feel like it. now that we're one of the other teams that he doesn't coach for, like. I'm not, I'm not saying he's sour, souring himself on me, like, but he's not coaching my team. And so the things that, like, when he was running his mouth about the previous regime and Bron- for the Broncos and, you know, kind of casting what's-his-face in a bad light, the dude that's COC for the Jets now, I'm like, yeah, what an idiot. Like, why is he putting that out there, you know? And no wonder, like, people around the league are mad at him and he broke the code and you don't do that. And like now he's 0-2. So like, you know, that that comment comes back to stare him in the face pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And but that's like classic Sean. And I think if he was in New Orleans, I would be defending him, but he's not. So I'm not defending that. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. When do we play Denver? We played them last year. Next so we another, year. Or we play them next year. Yeah. Next oh, let's year. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. They got the they got the they home have... or away, do we know? They play Broncos play the the Dolphins, the Bears, and the Jets. Their next three. Well, Sean Payton gave no, us Brian Brissy, right? Is that basically that's right? Brian Brissy, um, second round pick next year. Man, if Brissy could have like three sacks in that game, that would just be <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be something. Uh, Thomas, what's next? All right, final question of the show belongs to who that? And he asks. <laughs> speaking speaking of them, I, I mean, I I never show the questions to the to the guys before the show. <laughs> so, no, yeah, we have no idea what's coming. <laughs> and and there are so many coincidences when you uh, talk about about some uh, some topic before the question appears. <laughs> the question is, who are you all rooting for when Denver is playing an NFC team? Going with your heart, head or your heart? Mm, that's a good question. I guess I guess I would ask like how much does the Denver win benefit That's right. the Saints from a standings point of view? Yeah, like if like if need... like if it's if it's a dog shit NFC team that I'm not worried about catching the Saints, then I absolutely want them to beat Denver and help our drafts capital. 
Uh, but it's to me, it's not head or heart. Like it's all head. Like I, I'm not rooting for Sean Payton. I don't care. So, you know, I, I guess I would love to see Streif do well. I, I mean, it, you know, I, I hope I, the offensive line for the Broncos. Does I guess. Well, but you gonna let me finish, Ralph? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. Can I finish? Can I finish? So I, I would say that it's all head in the sense that like it's whatever benefits the Saints the most. If if it's a direct competitor and you know the NFC standings are on the line, playoff implications, of course I'm rooting for Denver. We can drop a couple spots in the draft. Now I will see the floor to you, Ralph. Here's a question for you. <laughs> Denver Denver beats the Cowboys and the Saints move from the three seed to the two seed, or they lose. And it secures the Saints the 34th pick. If they win, the pick is 40. It's six spots. And it's mm. either six, 33, six spots in the draft or you get the two seed, not the three seed. Which would you pick? I think that, that would be a tough one for me. Uh, I, once you get that low in the draft, like I just don't feel like six yeah. picks matters that much. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you're talking about like, Pick eight versus 14 overall, like, yeah, six spots is, is significant. But, like, I don't know, 38 versus 46, like. And the problem is the two seed doesn't get you by anymore. Yeah, the problem is Mickey Lewis is trading that pick True. at the deadline anyway, so it's not going to matter. <laughs> Facts. So, so but I want to remind people that. Send us your questions for the mailbag. We get to all of them. If we don't use them on the main show, me and Dave will answer them on the mailbag that we do after the main show. We'll do, uh, we get to all the content. Any question you send, Thomas, make sure we answer them and use them. We love the content you guys send them. So keep sending us questions and get on the hotline. We use all the content you guys send us. We love it uh, and we need it. We appreciate it. Um, So thanks. So now, uh, Every it takes me about six weeks, Thomas. I was like, aha, I was gonna tell Thomas we got out in an hour and ten. It takes me about six weeks to realize that the mailbag isn't the end of the show anymore. We have to do game picks, or maybe I'm just <laughs> drunk tonight. Um so Thomas, it's time for game picks. Uh explain to the people the rules and go over the scoring for uh I mean people know the week. rules, come on, man. Oh, those, I got are a simple, point? those are simple enough. Yeah. Let's go over the results. Yeah. Everyone got a point for predicting the Saints to win. And mm-hmm. Andrew predicted the exact score that the Panthers would get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he so he got five points overall for predicting the Saints and Panthers score. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to fantasy f- fantasy players, uh, well, Kevin pre- Michael Thomas was the best. With 12 and a half points, so Kevin gets plus two points for that. Taysom Hill at 8.7, that's one point for Andrew. Jamal Williams, 2.9, so zero points for Dave. And Jimmy Graham, the <laughs> fat old zero, minus two for Raul. What? And let's, let's look at the current situation. Wait, how, do we, how did we pick our fantasy, guys? How did that work? We just picked... We You're going to pick again right now. That's right. <laughs> and just always Every asking. week is like the <laughs> Wait, first Wait, I picked Taysom Hill? Yes. Yeah, and last did. week you didn't remember you picking Jamal Williams. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at Get all. Get off the dope, dude. <laughs> Apparently. 
Jesus Christ, Andrew. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, so who wants to pick first? Well, this isn't going well for me. I'll go. No, 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 go, no, go no Kevin's going first because he's not here. All right. So, Kevin, uh, surprise, surprise, who do you think he picked? He picked guys? the Packers. He picked the Packers. 21 to 20, and his Ooh. fantasy son of the game is going to be Tony Jones Jr. Well, yeah. keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. Hmm. All right. So, I'll go next. Uh, Saints, but Green Bay is, by the way, they're two point favorite. Um, Jordan Love looked horrific in the fourth quarter. Green Bay was up double digits and just crapped all over themselves against the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, they gave up over 200 yards rushing. Uh, I wasn't that impressed with Green Bay. I know they're going to get people back. They're going to get their left tackle back. They're going to get their running back back. They're going to get their star receiver back of course that's how that happens when you play the saints usually you get all your players back um right on schedule but i think i really think the saints are due to kind of put it all together and have a really good game it would be the the most saintsy thing to happen go to green bay stomp green bay out be three and oh you come home, we're like, they're playing Baker Mayfield. We're going to be 4-0. This is amazing. And Baker Mayfield completes like four passes, and they somehow lose to the Bucks. That's the most saintsy thing to happen. Thomas, I always forget my score. What, what did I predict this score? But it's 34-14 for That's the right. Saints. A route. Carr is going to cook, cook the Packers secondary. Amazing. I'm telling you. I almost went with Carr as my fantasy player, but I'm saving that. You think here's the thing. We got 17 weeks. Oh, you can't you can't recycle the guy, right? Yeah, right. you can only pick a one. You once. have you have you have one joker. You can recycle one guy, but a uh, non QB, non QB. So you does gotta taste pick him, like... does Taysom count as a QB? Ooh, that's good. I uh, I wouldn't call him a QB. So you gotta you so gotta you can go use you gotta go in the discount bin. The open box. You gotta you gotta rummage in the the discount bin a couple of weeks. So I'm gonna take a flyer. I don't even know if he'll be active. I don't even know if he'll be on the team come Sunday. But I'm going Kirkwood as my Keith Kirkwood. Keith Kirkwood as my <laughs> fancy guy. Wow. But that that's risky because you get minus two points if he gets a zero again, Ralph. You know. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, too late. He's made his pick. <laughs> too late. <laughs> too late. So it's risky. If you want so, to pick uh, garbage, you should pick like like wait, Dave to get zero. Does this have to be uh, like if we're doing fantasy? Like it's a, just the offensive player? Or can we That's pick right. like, just offensive? Yeah, okay. just offense. All right. I'll go. Um, can, go can can I just pick Saints defense? No. 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 Um, can I pick groupie? Not fair. You can. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you could. That's a fantasy player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ralph big groupie f- uh, in the first week, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Uh, okay. Yeah, I need to get some points. I need to get in the mix here but with Andrew and uh, Kevin. I, I refuse to let Andrew win something else uh, on this podcast. Um, 
Look, I don't Dave know much smells about the blood, Packers. smells blood yeah. with weak <laughs> I, picks I don't from Roth and Kevin. <laughs> I don't know too much about the Packers. I did watch most of their game against the Falcons uh, on Sunday. Um, obviously, uh, we're away. We're not at home. Fortunately, we got a mid-September Packers game. So, you know, it's not mid-December. Uh, but uh, if I know anything about the Saints... Uh, I'm I'm just telling you right now, this game is is gonna go the opposite of how we've been thinking it's gonna go. Everything we've seen the last two games, uh, you can just forget all that. Uh, and I'm talking about on both sides of the ball. I'm saying Saints 35, Packers 29. Uh, defense is gonna give up a bunch of points, and you're gonna be like, what the hell? Uh, but at the same time, offense is gonna score a bunch of points, and you're gonna be like, what the hell? Um. And uh, I think this is a no-brainer. Kevin's on it. I, I don't know how you don't pick Tony Jones Jr. He's going to get the start at running back. Uh, and once Alvin Kamara comes back, uh, you know, he, he, he's not really that viable anymore. Wait, so, this so, is who are, so who are you picking? Tony Jones Jr. You G. cannot. You can't pick the same player as someone else. Kevin already yeah. beat you to it. Well, how yeah. is that there? Kevin's not even here. I, okay, I, I that's, right that's, now, why that's, that's why he picks first. That's why he picks first. Right now, you, you, if you're not on the freaking show itself when you're making the pick, you, you <laughs> get, you do not get the right of first refusal. That is BS. I let him go. Shut first. up, you, you first refusal. Shut up. This is I, BS I, because actually, and you made Kevin go first. You said who wants up. to go first. Ralph said who wants to go first, and then you Thomas, made. Thomas, I Kevin think go first. I think this is grounds for negative two points for Dave. No, yeah. this is BS. Yeah, I'm making is, the rules, man. Uh, I'm the captain now. Uh, this is <laughs> BS captain. because Kevin's never on the show. Like so, and that, that so that's not fair. So Kevin always has to go first because he can't change his pick if one of but us you, takes but, his but, but, but you, but you can count to pick him. Thomas, you, this is BS. <laughs> You can count the pick him, man. You can count the pick pick segment of the year so far. I think no, it's I think it's better to pick last than first. You by the way, you, but why? whatever you say, you because you can Dave count up, the pick give them. Your, give yourself an extra extra salami or whatever. I'm you taking Polish people. I, you know what? If I I believe in my prediction, give me uh, just just pick Derek Carr, man. Come on. I am. I'm <laughs> taking Derek Carr. Bananas. Okay. Bananas. <sighs> All right, Andrew. You, you sure you don't want David? Yeah, and I'm positive I don't want David. Okay. Maybe you I want Jameis, man. Thing. Maybe you want Jameis. <laughs> Al, uh, Aldi says Kevin matched with Tony Jones Jr. on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, wrap it up and give us nice. a pick. Uh, you know, I wish that. Thomas would let me pick Teron Matthew because I think this is going to be another defensive struggle. Uh, Carr is statistically going to be awful yet again. Jameis one of one is going to be burning, burning it all down to the ground on Twitter. Sorry. Is he maxing out his DM? Is he maxing out? Yeah. He's going to be maxing it out in the DMs. He's going to be showing graphics of Jameis. And and certain you know passing ranges and you know we're gonna get graphs and charts. I mean it's gonna be off the rails. Uh, Carr's gonna have a bad game. The Saints are gonna win seventeen sixteen, oh notwithstanding. Uh, they're gonna go eleven games in a row, giving up under twenty points. Uh, I think Honey Badgers do. So I, I want you to check the timestamp. Even though I can't pick him, that is not my fantasy player of the game. 
under protest. Check hey, Tomas. Check the time. Check stamp the timestamp on this. The honey badger. Are you also on negative points, Andrew? Like Dave? Yeah, the honey badger is gonna take care of Jordan Love. So I just want to say of, that out loud. A lot of my fantasy player. Uh, I'm running it back with Taysom, baby. Wow. <laughs> I'm you using can... my wild oh, card. Okay. I'm, okay. Okay. I'm doing it Already. now. <laughs> I, I, I'm burning Jesus. my Taysom cards I'm, I'm before you right Alvin now, Kamara is, comes back. Well, I'm telling you right now, this is a dumb move, and, and you're contradicting The offensive yourself. line is going to be so bad. Derek no. Carr is going to be so bad. <laughs> Pete Carmichael is just, you know what? Fuck it. Single wing. We're going, Single we're going Taysom power. No. 30 carries. You Fuck said, it. Go. You said, you said 30 minutes ago Taysom was saving his good stuff for the Falcons. True. I know. <laughs> come back right. Hatch I'm burning my wild card. 49-7 Saints. A lot of confidence. Field guy, 28-17 Jason Champagne, 23-13 Saints. We're feeling... Did I already use Shahid? Who did I use in week one? Like you remember, Jesus. I don't. I'm asking. Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. You're, you're, you're going to argue that you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> I never took Jamal Williams. All right, so I still got, I still got that Hatchet bullet John, in the chamber. Forty-nine to seven, smoking something over there. Hatchet John is uh, hitting the pipe hard. Twenty-one nineteen. The pipe. The pipe. <laughs> we're, we're confident. And I like do a I better said, impression of you than you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If man. You That's come, true. you best come hard. <laughs> By the way. The the uh, people were were DMing me on Patreon. They said the behind the scenes last week. They said they they thought it was fake that uh, no one likes TV theme songs. That I just made that up. That is not that is not <laughs> true. I love TV theme songs. The behind the scenes. We don't we don't lie on behind. I'm the not scenes seeing the behind the scenes episodes. Where where are these getting posted? Why am I? You not gotta be a patron. Maybe you're not a patron, man. You I gotta have be a patron, patron feed. Uh, well, maybe we. I need to update it. What's your favorite theme song, Ralph? Uh, Rockford Files. It's the best. Yeah, he said this on the show. Were you not on that show? I don't no. think so. No, the behind the scenes. <laughs> He's go full vacation at the Black Sea, drunk on that pick. That's what uh, they said about you, Andrew. Your pick. Yeah, I mean, so, remember, remember who's ahead. Of both Dave and Ralph in the competition and well, other Dave, competitions we have. I mean, on you're only ahead of Dave because Dave pisses off Thomas and Thomas <laughs> deducts points. <laughs> you're ahead of me because I have anger issues. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Um, so um, Thomas, uh, let's let's. Uh, I, I think well, if Dave I, is I, on enough, I think if Dave's on enough accumulated yellow cards that he. Automatic be suspended red. for a week from the competition. Automatic yeah. red. What is it? Two you, two yellows equal a red. Yeah, <laughs> two right. reds equal a blue. Um, Thomas, give us a final MVP tally, um, so people can rem- people can get excited about who's entered to win the, the knife. knife. Yeah. So last week, uh, Hatchet John won. Uh, I mean, if anybody's more fitting of getting a. Uh, a steel sharpened blade. It should be the guy named Hatchet John for crying out loud. I mean, just give it to him already. Uh, what's funny is as soon as you opened your mouth, I knew exactly what you were going to say, and I started laughing. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that that's true, man. We need a second one, Cole Jerry. Uh, Rob. Yeah, because <laughs> we got to just give this one to Hatchet John. We need a second one to actually give away. That's right. <laughs> 
Okay, so thanks right. to everyone who donated during the show. Thanks to Hudat Goffa. Thanks to Errol. Thanks to Hatchet John. And to the MVP, who is... Saints and Sooners with 4,500 yeah, bits. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm, you're going to steal that quick, hatchet from Hatchet shout John. Out to, a quick shout out to uh, Shocked Music for, uh, you know, your ads, your your unsolicited ads. <laughs> Can I you, ban him or you want to read it? <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I banned him. So, oh, um, nice. out of there. And, and and Thomas sent me a note. Remind remind everybody if we reach the donation goal four weeks in a row, we'll do a live mailbag on Twitch right after. Two the more weeks to go, guys. Two more weeks. Two to go. more weeks. If we reach the goal, I promise, I will do a three boot hard hide strawberry lemonade drink. Uh, either during that show or during the mailbag. Remind yourself that overconfidence is a slow and insidious killer. I don't get that. What does that mean? That's not as good. Play play the sources soundbite. I need a good laugh, Thomas, before we wrap up. Wait, 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 I got you, man. Why don't you back it up with a source? My source is that I made it the fuck up. (laughs) That's that is a great soundbite. That is so good. That's the best soundbite we have. It is. It's, it, 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 it's it, incredible. It never, it never. We have to, I can't, wait, I can't wait for the first time where we actually use it in an appropriate situation and we die <laughs> laughing. Uh, it, that soundbite alone makes me just want to make up stuff about the Saints and tweet it out. <laughs> so, uh, oh, oh, speaking of, did we get the uh, new Jim Moore soundbite yet? No, I need a time. Uh, what is that? Which one? He, he was, was on Fletcher Mackle. I texted what did he, to, yeah, he texted to me. I got to tell I was him. like, I we got a new Jim Moore. Why didn't you text it to me, man? Yeah. Should you text it to me? Straight, straight yeah. to the source. Straight well, to the source. Well, well, I, I forgot. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it eventually. Oh, no. I want to know what it is. Text it to me. It's nothing crazy, but it's just good. It's just funny. Thanks for listening and supporting Saints Happy Hour. Go to saintshappyhour.com and become a patron and support the show. We can't do this without you guys' support. Thanks to Dave, to Andrew, Kevin. I'll thank him. He gave us a love update. He contributed a little. Uh, And Thomas. And Thomas, the best producer on earth. Running the show back in Poland. He's on No Sleep. No coffee, no caffeine. He's an animal. Lots, uh, lots of Polish sausage, though. Yeah. So remember, kids, if you're going that's to that's a support, euphemism for penis. If you're going to support a Saints podcast, support the one <laughs> that wins awards. Uh, Until next week, the bar is closed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.